Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Power Man Podcast. This is episode 39. Getting there. Moving the moving the needle. My name is Rory Paquette, and as always, I am your humble host. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, really looking forward to what we're going to talk about today. As we get rolling, uh, let me take a sip of my favorite beverage. Good stuff right there. And you know what it is. If you're a listener of the program, it is Freedom Hill Coffee. Love it. Love it. Love it. Dark, rich, beautifully roasted, aromatic. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's great coffee. And uh, they do a really good job um, of, uh, you know, passing it along, too. They um, they do a lot to help veterans and things like that. And, uh, you know, that's the name. And I'm a huge supporter of theirs at Freedom Hill Coffee on Instagram. Check them out. Take a look. Um, last time, we were talking about establishing your value. And told you guys, uh, you know, a couple stories. And um, wanted to follow up on that a little bit more and, and take a little more of a deep dive. Uh, I've talked about a couple of these things that we're going to talk about today briefly in the past on uh, earlier podcasts. But like I said, we're going to delve deeper and... Um, you know, see what we can dig up. Let me, uh, let me go back a little bit. When, uh, when my boys were younger, uh, and they were playing sports, uh, one thing that I would tell them all the time. And, um, you know, at the time I, this was just what came into my head. I wasn't trying to make some, you know, everlasting quote. So I just said, you know, Hey guys, listen, activity begets activity. Okay. Um, you can say that a million different ways. Activity causes activity. Activity is, is a result of activity. Uh, activity equals activity. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of things you can do, but being active, okay, just raw, unadulterated activity very often is what solves the problem. And let me give you a little context. My, uh, you know, my older son, especially, we'd be playing some basketball and his shot wouldn't be falling. Um, you know, he'd be forcing things, he'd be setting picks and, you know, knocking guys down and getting called a foul on and uh, things like that. Or he'd go to pass and, you know, he'd telegraph where he was throwing it and he'd turn the ball over. Little things like that, that you just could tell he wasn't on his game. And what I would always tell him was that line, activity begets activity. And when I was, you know, in the stands and I could see him, you know, in kind of a funk, I would sort of roll my hands one over the other, almost like you're hitting a speed bag. Uh, and as soon as he saw me, he knew what I was telling him. And that is be more active activity, activity, activity. There's a lot of reasons for it. Um, medically speaking, when you become more active and you get your heartbeat, you know, raised even higher than it is, it pumps more blood through your system. Okay. By pumping more blood through your system, you're bringing more oxygen through your system. And that oxygen is going to your entire system, including your brain. So if you're having a hard time focusing or hitting your shot or, you know, being in sync, sometimes you need a, a shot of oxygen to your brain. And the way to do that is to increase your, your heart rate, increase your blood flow, get things rolling activity. And, you know, back then it was a way to just kind of get you in the game. Um, 
when I first told him about this, he said, okay, well, what do you mean activity? How can I just be more active? I'm already out there playing. And I would tell him, you know, on offense, run as fast as you can, run as hard as you can, set the pick as perfectly as you can, um, go for every rebound that you possibly can, box out, box out, box out, all basic stuff. Don't think about making the shot. Don't think about where you're going to be. Don't think about setting up the guy that is guarding you. Just move and play defense. Play the toughest, most smothering defense you can possibly play. Reason being is because, you know, if that guy looked to the left, he he put his arm up to the left. If he looked to the right, he put his arm up to the right. He kept moving his body back and forth. He kept his feet moving, you know, as fast as he possibly could to make sure he wasn't standing still. As I'm sure you can imagine, good things happened when he did those things. You know, all of a sudden, you know, his opponent had a harder time moving the ball around. Resulted in some turnovers. Resulted in his guy having to pass more. His activity um, inspired, uh, picked up, um, bled into the other guys on the team. He was pushing, 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 moving, moving, moving. And all of the other guys started doing the exact same thing. Where they may have been a little more smooth, you know, a little gliding, a little more, uh, you know, at their own speed. When he started doing that, everybody else kind of picked up on it. And everybody started playing smothering defense. And everybody started hustling their butt off to the ball. And Now, you might ask yourself, hey, aren't these things you're supposed to normally do? Well, yeah. I mean, in a perfect world, you'd play every minute of every game at that level of intensity. But let's be honest, we all don't. Professional athletes don't maintain that level of, of uh, consistency, let alone middle school and high school athletes. These guys have a billion things going on in their heads. And it's real easy to get out of sync or get into a funk. The other thing is that when you increased your activity, good things started to happen all over the place. Um, like I said, you got some turnovers. Maybe you tipped a pass. You went for rebounds, you know, harder than you were before. And all of a sudden you were open for a shot. All of a sudden you were getting the rebound and getting a put back. Nice, easy two off the glass. All of a sudden you were setting a pick that was so solid and so perfect that your guard had a clean shot for three. It always worked. And that was a, a thing in our family for both my boys that I basically just said, look, you know, activity begets activity. If you're having a problem, get active. Now, what does this have to do with establishing your value? like we talked about last time. Well, take the same kids. When they're sitting there and they're on Christmas break and they're eating cookies and, uh, you know, I'd like to say getting fat, but even when they're eating cookies, they're not getting fat because they're in such great shape. But they're being a little lazy and they're taking some time off, which is great. You know, you can do that around the holidays, you know, give yourself a break. They're resting up. But not a lot was happening for them. You know, my son was, uh, you know, was trying to figure out a job, uh, his different job uh, positions, job status at, you know, several different uh, 
different companies. Uh, he was trying to figure out what to do with his own company at the time. Um, it was, he was in a bit of a flux and he was a little stuck. My younger one, you know, was trying to think of different things that he wanted to start pursuing, um, you know, different things he was interested in. What do I want to learn about? What do I want to get started? Uh, you know, as soon as I turn 18, as soon as I graduate, you know, things like that. And the thought process was kind of slow, was kind of prodding. Things weren't really coming to him. And then they both got active. They started sending out resumes. They started um, working out again, really hard. Um, They literally got physically active. You know, they got out of the house. Um, My younger one was back at track practice throwing, you know, after the holidays were over. Um, These are things that led to more and more and more activity. You know, Uh, my older son was, you know, uh, boom, got a job. And then, you know, don't rest on your laurels with the one job. Boom, go get a second job to fill in for the the gap, you know, to make sure you're working every hour you can work. And then, boom, good things started to happen in his own business that he's working on the side right now um, while he, you know, stabilizes things and, and puts things, uh, you know, makes his base stronger. And then boom, 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 opportunity after opportunity after opportunity just starts rolling in the door. And he literally is sitting there as if the world is his oyster, because it is. And he says to me the other night, Dad, I got to tell you this. I got to tell you this. And he's telling me about a few new business opportunities that he's got. And some really cool things that happened at the uh, jobs that he's doing already. And he stops and he goes, and all of these good things are happening right now. And all of this stuff is like just coming to me. And I couldn't help but think about what you've always told us about activity. (laughs) He said, the activity thing where, you know, more activity and and more activity. They can never remember the word begets. (laughs) So... Uh, I said, yeah, activity begets activity. And he goes, yeah, that. He said, that's exactly what's going on right now. And he was higher than a kite, just flying. And my younger son, you know, is have is doing the same thing. All of these things are popping for him now. All these opportunities, all these ideas that have been percolating in the back of his head are now becoming reality. He's putting them on paper. He's starting to set things up on his computer and online and... And then here goes my my older boy saying, Dad, I remember when you told me activity begets activity. And while the activity part is really the, the focus of the talk today, the uh, let me just interject and, and talk to all the dads out there. And I'm sure you'll agree with me. <laughs> and even if you're not a dad, you might you might get it. When you devote your life to trying to help your kids, trying to help them grow, when you spout words of wisdom that you hope will take, that you you think might make a difference somewhere down the line, something you just might be remembered for when you're no longer here. When you have one of your kids 
say, I remember when you said. And then they recite it back to you. And you know that that's part of your legacy being written right in front of your face. You know that when you're gone, that's one thing that got through that they will teach their kids. When that happens, as a dad, I'm, I'm not sure there's anything better, fellas. That just might be the, the pinnacle of giving advice and raising kids. So I hope you don't mind me sharing that moment with you because, uh, you know, wow, it was really something. Um, but the point, getting back to it, as we're establishing value and as we're talking about activity, is that so often we just get stuck. We are so entrenched in our own crap. We are so beat down by our own demons, by our own nonsense that's in our head, that we just think and we think and we think and we suppose and we plan and we schedule and we reschedule and we um, examine and we re-examine and we educate and we re-educate and over and over and over. And the thing we don't do is act. Action. Activity, action. You know, there's a, a law of physics that backs up this entire theory that I've had for the last 20 years. A body that is at rest will remain at rest unless acted on by an outside force. That's physics, baby. A body in motion will stay in motion. I mean, these are the laws of physics. If you are a body at rest, if that's you, if you're just thinking, 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 and you're not acting at all, one of the reasons you're not acting is because you don't have that outside force to push you, to kick you, to punch you in the face and say, hey, bucko, get active. Do something. Take some sort of action, no matter how messy or unorganized it is. Just take it. Jump. Once you start moving, you'll keep moving. Good things will come. Better things will come after that. And once you're on that roll, you'll stay on that roll. But at some point, you got to have that outside force to just push you into motion. And that outside force is the power inside of you. 
That is what that is there for. It is to help you. It is to push you. It's to break down barriers. It's to charge you up so you can go full speed ahead. So activity, success, all of these things we're all after. It all starts with finding your power. Your power as a man. And without that, you are going to remain at rest. Now, if you're sitting there saying to yourself, well, how do I find this power? Apparently, you're a new listener. Go back and look at your five pillars. Look at the things we've talked about in the past. Get yourself straight with the five pillars. Marriage, family, faith, health, money. Get yourself straight. You don't know how to do that? Well, the first thing you want to do is go back and listen to you know, our episodes that are in, in the top 10 where we talk about each one of the pillars. You owe yourself that if you haven't done it. If you've tuned in after episode, you know, say 10, you probably need to go back and listen to those. We laid some really good groundwork there. But if you've listened to it and you haven't acted on them, well, then you know what you need to do and now it's time to act. So you say to yourself, well, how do I act? What do I do? I'm already acting. I mean, I'm already having action. I go to work every day. How's your problem, Rory? Going to work every day is doing the same thing over and over. And we all know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. You got to break out. You got to break the norms. You got to try something new, like we talked about a few podcasts ago. And you know, it doesn't need to be a million dollar idea right out of the gate. Although it's funny how million dollar ideas start as $10 or $20 or $50 ideas. You know, my son started a a personal training business and, um, you know, he's not charging a lot for it because he wants it to be good value and he wants to help people and he wants it to be accessible to people. And I applaud him for that. There are guys who are less qualified than he is, who are charging eight to 10 times what he's charging. And they're getting it and they're doing well and they're making money. My son feels very strongly. He doesn't want to try to just, you know, get rich off one person. That's not how you build a business. It's not how you build a community. It's not how you build a following. And so he has ramped up his activity. 
And it's amazing when you sign somebody and then you sign somebody else and then you sign somebody else. And the compound effect starts to take over. If you haven't heard of the compound effect, let me tell you something. Read the book. If you have the opportunity, read the book, The Compound Effect. Look it up. It's magnificent. And it tells you stuff that you go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, like, of course, I I knew that, but you don't think of it. And this is where the activity comes in. You know, if somebody's charging, uh, say, 100 bucks for a client, you know, each month to work with them, um, you can look at that and say, well, you know, they only made 100 bucks. They signed one client, they made 100 bucks. Great. And then next month they'll have 100 bucks, and next month they'll have 100 bucks. That's great. I can't quit my day job for that, right? But hey, it's a cute little extra income. Until that person refers someone else, and then that person refers someone else, and then somebody else sees, you know, his posts and says, yeah, I'd like to sign up. Now, all of a sudden, he's got four people every month. Now, you got 400 bucks a month coming in. And then, you know, next month, you sign two more people. Hey, you only made 200 bucks, right? And the 400 from the people who are already members. So going to the next month, you're getting ready to make $600 a month. And it compounds and it compounds and it compounds. Every time you sign somebody new, it goes higher. The more activity you do, the more uh, people you help, the more word spreads. Activity, 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 activity. And it isn't long before one client turns into five and five turn into 10 and 10 turn into 25. And when 25 turn into 50, maybe you can quit that day job. I don't know what you're making, but that's not bad. There's a lot of other ways that this thing works. And, you know, one of the greatest examples of the compound effect is, uh, you know, a man that I admire very much. His name's Ryan Mickler. And, uh, you know, he runs a podcast. He has a movement also. And um, I've learned a lot from him. And he started um, eight years ago with his whole thing. And when he started off, he made no money at it. He had very few subscribers, very few listeners. He just kept on going. He kept delivering content. He kept doing everything he could do. He kept trying to inspire folks. His main goal was if I can just help one guy, then it's worth what I'm doing. And when he had, you know, a nice little group of guys following him, he said, hey, you know what? If I did this, uh, you know, thing for, you know, a hundred bucks for like a, a eight week program, would you guys be interested? And 10 guys said yes. And he made, you know, a thousand bucks. <laughs> and he said, hey, I think we're on to something here. 
soon after he started a, a private group. Inviting guys in. And, you know, right now I think he charges about 50 bucks a month for that group. We're just going to round it to that anyway, but it's about that much. And when you figure, hey, it's 50 bucks, you know, it's not, you're not getting rich off, off that. Get a few guys in there. Yeah, I mean, that's some nice extra cash. It's better than going out and working DoorDash, right? Except that after a couple of years, he had 100 guys in there. A couple of years later, he had 400 guys in there. Eight years later, he has 900 guys in there. Eight years of compounding that activity, that action, that movement. Not doing anything extraordinary or or winning the lottery or anything like that. Just being consistent, showing up every day and doing the work, being active. Pushing for more and more activity, delivering more and more to your people. Eight years of that. 900 people. Folks, I'm going to help you out with the math. Nine hundred people times fifty bucks a month is forty-five thousand dollars per month. Breathe for a minute. Digest that number. To most of us, that number is like incomprehensible. And yet when you look at how it happened, anybody could do it if you just did the work. So when I talk to you guys about, you know, side hustles, you know, trying to find your passion and doing other things and starting your own business and, you know, so on and so forth. You do not need to charge somebody $15,000. You don't have to charge them $3,000 for a weekend or something if, if that's not your, your bag. You can charge somebody 20 30 40 bucks a month. 10 bucks a week. And then get really, really active. Serving your community. Those of you guys who are my age, you know, feel the dreams. Kevin Costner. If you build it, they will come. So whatever it is you're thinking of building, go build it. Quit screwing around. Quit waiting for some outside force to push you into action. Stop being a body at rest. Activity begets activity. My 21-year-old and my 17-year-old know this. Guys, it's time for the rest of us to learn it. 
And if you're not sure how to package some of this stuff, send me a message. Let's chew on it for a while. Let's go back and forth a little bit. We'll play some devil's advocate. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll run some scenarios. Hey, I'm happy to help you with it. I've been thinking about this stuff my entire life. And I finally had to stop being a body at rest and find my power and take action. And if I could do it, oh my God, I know you can do it too. Because I am nothing special. I am a regular guy. Just like you. Regular problems, regular issues. Eat too much, don't work out enough. Believe me, I know what I'm talking about. And believe the examples I'm giving you. These are things you can check out. I'm not kidding. So whatever it is that has your passion, whatever it is that that just makes your heart rise up, that makes your mouth water, whatever puts that spring in your step, I mean, whatever makes you hear music and birds and all the other crap, look, grab it, grab a hold of it, find your power and take action. It's time. It's 2022. Gentlemen, we are not getting any younger. So in 2022, damn it, let's take action. I know you can do it. And like I said before, if I could do it, brother, you can do it. We'll talk more about the compound effect later because it is uh, a vast topic that has just a ton of applications. And um, believe me when I tell you that it's a great read, compound effect. Pick it up. Okay, it's on Amazon. I think it's like, you know, eight bucks or something. It's not even that expensive. Go grab it. Get yourself a used copy, right? Read it, learn it, do it, use it. Be the man you're meant to be. You're worth it. And it is time to believe it. Until next time.